0: Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded June 18, 2021. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, we recap our thoughts on how we'd play defense in the very near term if short-term macro indicators like ISM are in the process of making a peak, something we think the decline in 10-year yields throughout most of 2Q may have been signaling. Our bottom line, we worry a peak in major macro indicators like ISM could spark a pullback in the broader U.S. equity market, or at the very least a pause in the rotation into value and cyclicals. We think there's a case for adding some exposure to classically defensive sectors in the very near term. Longer term, however, we do still like the cyclical trade. If you'd like to hear more, here's another 4 minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that if you vote in the Institutional Investor All-America Research Survey and find our work helpful, we appreciate your support in the Portfolio Strategy category this year. Now the details. Point number one. We worry that the move lower in 10-year yields throughout most of the second quarter, before this week's Fed meeting, was anticipating a decline in major macro indicators like ISM. Since the financial crisis, Tenure yields and ISM have essentially moved in the same cycle. Early this week, there was a big miss on Empire Manufacturing and a second consecutive monthly decline in that indicator, which adds to our concern that ISM is starting to fall. Those fears were given a boost on Thursday when the Philly Fed survey came out, with a miss on their general business conditions indicator and decline for the second month in a row. Now we care about ISM so much because it tends to explain how different sectors within the S&P 500 trade relative to the broader market. Cyclical sectors like financials, industrials, materials, and energy tend to outperform when ISM is rising and underperform when it's falling. Meanwhile, defensive sectors such as consumer staples, utilities, and healthcare tend to outperform when ISM is falling and lag when it's rising. If peaks in major macro indicators like ISM is really what's starting to happen in the the market, then there could very well be a pause in the value rotation or possibly a pullback in the U.S. equity market itself. Point number two, what should investors do about it? To be honest, I think the answer to this question really depends on one's time horizon. For investors who really do care about the short term and want to make some adjustments to their portfolios, we'd add exposure to what we call classic defensive sectors. We define those as healthcare staples and utilities. For background, we recently divided the major sectors in the S&P 500 into three baskets. Classic defensives, which again are healthcare staples and utilities, cyclicals, which we define as financials, industrials, materials, and energy, and secular growth, which we define as communication services, technology, and consumer discretionary. Remember that the latter includes some of the major internet companies. This is really a better way of thinking about how to group sectors than value growth, in our opinion. The key thing we learned from our analysis, classic defensives tend to outperform both cyclicals and secular growth-oriented sectors when ISM is falling. Secular growth, which many investors have treated as a defensive proxy, does tend to outperform cyclicals when ISM falls, but the relationship is loose, and again, classic defensives tend to do better than secular growth in this kind of backdrop. Valuations also favor classic defensives right now. Classic defensives look attractively valued relative to both cyclicals and secular growth at the moment. Meanwhile, secular growth also looks expensive versus both classic defensives and cyclicals. Among the three classic defensive sectors, healthcare offers the most valuation appeal today, while consumer staples provides the most resilience when ISM is falling. My third and final point, we treat a shift into classic defensives as a short-term move and are not abandoning our longer-term overweights to cyclicals since the economic backdrop for 2021-2022 continues to look quite strong, at least for the moment. Despite the slippage on ISM, 2021 real GDP growth expectations have continued to move higher for the full year and are now tracking at 6.6%. 2022 forecasts have also recently ticked up to 4.1%. Typically, cyclical sectors outperform both classic defensives and secular growth-oriented sectors when real GDP is tracking above its long-term average of 2.5%, though the pace of that leadership does tend to soften as the rate of GDP growth slows. Additionally, while cyclicals no longer look attractively valued relative to classic defensives, the level of that overvaluation problem is rather mild and seems likely to be solved rather quickly. Cyclicals also remain attractively valued relative to secular growth, as we discussed earlier. Earnings revision trends are also stronger in cyclicals than both classic defensives and secular growth right now. Overall, in this context, we think it makes sense to stick with our overweights to financials, energy, and materials. If we're right about ISM falling, these trades probably won't work in the very near term. But if we're right about the GDP backdrop longer term, it makes sense to stick around. The one cyclical we'd be pairing would be industrials, which we have been market weight and which lacks the same kind of valuation appeal that we see in financials, energy, and materials. That makes us far less inclined to ride out a short-term storm in macro indicators in the industrial space. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and please do reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded, and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.